0: Saki Kamwendo on SAFM. It's 22 minutes after 12. Now, some members of the public are unwilling or they are simply refusing to be tested for the coronavirus because of fake news reports uh, that the swabs may be contaminated. Now, according to the Gauteng Health Department, this has hampered the country's efforts to curb the spread of the fatal respiratory illness. For more on this, we join on the line now by Gauteng Health MEC, Dr. Bandile Masuku. Thanks so much for your time and welcome to update at Noon.
1: Uh, good, good day, and good, good day to your listeners. And thanks for having us on your show,
0: Dr. Masuku. Let's just start by establishing how many sites uh, are there now around Gauteng, uh for screening and testing.
1: We have uh, we've got almost sixty-one sites, and we've got uh, eight mobile uh, vehicles that are going on where the sites uh, where the clinics are not available. And they've been open, and we've been doing quite a lot of screening since uh, we started last week, Wednesday, in Alexander.
0: So, how are Gauteng residents uh, receiving these services? Are they cooperating, or are they refusing to be tested?
1: Last week, when we started off in Alexander, we had a very good uh, cooperation, and a lot of uh, the members of the public came forward to be tested. Particularly those. Uh, who have been on high risk and exposed to the individual who was found to be positive, and on Monday we had a lot of them now who are starting to actually to be reluctant because of the fake uh, video, a fake news video, that was circulating throughout the, actually the weekend. But we are happy that the person and the culprit who distributed or who who started the actually the, who recorded the whole. A video has been arrested and criminal charges have been uh, laid against him.
0: Are you able to state that as a fact, uh, though, MEC, that it is as a result of people seeing that particular video that they are refusing to be tested? Um, has Is this what people are saying or are there other reasons as well?
1: It could be that uh, it's one of the facts. It might not be the only reason. Uh, remember that also the... Uh, the, how the test gets done, other individuals don't really uh, appreciate the, the irritation that uh, you know it, it comes with it. So it comes with a lot of counselling, it comes with a lot of discussion uh, before we, we actually even undertake it. But uh, one of the reasons that was given, uh, particularly yesterday in an area in social movement where we were, it was about the issue of the video.
0: So to that point... When it comes down to rights, and and it's a very difficult thing at a time like this, when uh, government is trying to um, contain a pandemic, but do people have the right to refuse to be screened or to be tested?
1: In many instances, they don't have because we, particularly those who have been uh, identified as contacts and who have been identified as high risk, those are individuals that. Uh, I would, you know, they wouldn't be allowed to actually refuse. But we have been very lucky in a sense that we have been able to convince most of the internal uh, members of the public so that they avail and uh, agree to be tested.
0: Dr. Masuku, how many tests have you conducted thus far in Gauteng?
1: Uh, from yesterday's numbers, uh, when we closed the day, you know, yesterday we were over 6,000. And when we talk about testing or talk about screening, because uh, before we even start to do a swab, uh, you know we have to screen uh, to actually exclude you from being one of the people that are at high risk.
0: So uh, most you've, you've conducted more screenings. and in terms of actual tests, uh, have you conducted any thus far?
1: Yes, we have uh, the, the, the tests themselves have not uh, exceeded H100. Uh, uh, we are, you know, coming closer to 100, but the screening is over uh, uh, five to 6,000.
0: Now, MC, um the whole issue of home testing, has that begun already in Gauteng? And also, how exactly is it going to work? Will you be visiting people at their homes or will you be setting up these testing stations in various parts of Gauteng, the ones that have been set up already and the mobile ones? How exactly is it going to work?
1: Yes, I think the the, the, the rapid test screening uh, is one that uh, we, it's going to help us to even improve on on who do we exclude and who do we include as being uh, the part of the test. And this is how it's going to be. And it's going to work very well after the lockdown has been actually lifted because then we'll be able to have a, a number of uh, healthcare workers who will be on the road and who will be on the streets and who will be going uh, from house to house. But of course, we are all still going to have some form of a system that we do because we are all going to target areas where there's high concentration or high density of people who are, who have been exposed to the virus because those will be the individuals that are at high risk and those are the first priority.
0: So, are you at this stage able to tell us how uh, one would be able to identify these health workers who will be testing and screening for COVID nineteen, or is that information still to follow?
1: No, the information is that we are still, we, we 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 will be announcing, you know, particularly in areas where we'll be deploying a, a, a huge number of healthcare workers, and we'll still be working with community, you know, leaders because the committee leaders will help us to actually uh, get proper acceptance and proper uh, try to cooperation from the members of the public. So we, we, we have means that we, we, are, we are going to use that will make sure that uh, people are easily identifiable. So it won't be a place where we're just uh, we are going to walk up without any proper uh, announcement.
0: So with regards to exactly when people can start expecting home tests, are you able to give us a definite date?
1: Like, we, we, you know, yesterday we were in Sochanguve and, you know, in West Rand, and we did announce oh, on time and uh, people uh, were visited and those who could uh, come out to the clinic and to the mobiles were actually, uh, uh, you know, were actually allowed to do that. So even in Alexander, we did the same. So it's not something that we are just going to do and surprise the community. You know, it will be something that is well prepared and people will be well informed, well in time, and they will be able to have that information
0: see the man who uh, spread that video about uh, the COVID-19 kids uh, uh, allegedly being contaminated has been arrested. Uh, are you able to tell us a little bit more around uh, about that, if at all? And, uh, you know, does this give you some relief, the fact that he has been arrested?
1: Yes, I think the, the relief that we get is when people who, who spread this fake news uh, actually get punished by the law. Because this fake news, in actual fact, they are a serious deterrent, and they actually interrupt how we, we actually are actually able to discharge the healthcare services. Even after the pandemic, it's something that we are going to use, and as part of the regulation on how people also raise their complaints, and sometimes find that there's false complaints, and they raise uh, issues on social media and find that they are false. So this is just one of the ways that we are going to be able to use to get ourselves to improve the system without getting these deterrents from uh, such individuals.
0: And um, also, just to that point again, because I was reading something in um, the Telegraph, uh, the UK Telegraph, about uh, the UK um, finding some contaminated uh, test kits. So there was a story around that. Uh, are you able to uh, give the assurance that South Africa does not have that same problem?
1: Yes, we can give that assurance, and particularly for our test kits, they go through a very stringent uh, process of validation and and being uh, approved. And we rely more on our NHLS, and these are highly decorated academics and scientists who wouldn't uh, actually let things uh, pass without being quality assured uh, in that regard.
0: And uh, just a final question, MEC, with regard to uh, that um, makeshift hospital that was to be set up at Nasrec, how far is that project?
1: The project is still uh, going on. We are still just finalizing few, lo- you know, logistics. In the in the meantime, we are we are also doing a lot of work in our own actual facilities uh, because we still have to build and and capacitate our own uh, actual facilities. Uh, before we we actually build a, a temporary one, which at the end of the day we are all going to actually demolish, but the preparations and the and the and the work is still underway, and we have seen uh, some of the work that has been there well, that has it- happened in the in the in the facility.
0: MEC Masuku, thanks for your time. Appreciated MEC for Health in Gauteng uh, speaking to us about uh, some of the tests that they've been conducting and some other issues around uh, COVID-19 as well.